Welcome to Royal Grace Chapel, the empowerment center where faith comes alive through inspiring messages and teachings. At Royal Grace Chapel, our mission is to empower you to connect with God in worship, relationship with other believers, and enable you to fulfill your purpose for global impact. We believe in the power of transformation through the Word of God, and that's exactly what you'll experience as you journey with us through our plethora of messages. Get ready to be equipped, uplifted, and empowered on your path of faith. Be transformed as you listen to today's empowering message. Nehemiah 3 verse 1. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brothers, the priests, and they built the sheep gates. What did they do? They built the sheep gates. Verse, let's continue. They consecrated it and set its doors. They consecrated it as far as the tower of the, of the hundred, as far as the tower of Ananel. But watch what happened in verse 2. Verse 2. And next to him, the men of Jericho built. And next to them, Zachor, the son of Imri, built. Verse 3. The sons of Asanani built the fish gates. They laid his beams and set his doors, his bolts and his bars. Verse 4. And next to them, Meremoth, the son of Uriah, son of Akok, repaired. So you see, some built and others were doing what? Repairing. And next to them, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, son of Meshazabel, repaired. And next to them, Zadok, the son of Banner, repaired. That's fine. And next to them, the Tekoite did what? Repaired. But look at the bot now. But the nobles will not stoop to serve their Lord. Give me KJV. The way KJV puts it is also very interesting. But the nobles put not their necks to the work of their Lord. This is why I said that the, maybe the Dharma team saw what I was going to do, preach about. The problem that we have in Nigeria is that Nigerians want Nigeria to be better without their own impute or contribution. There are two types of mentality that exist. I call one the builder's mentality and the other one the user's mentality. I preached last Sunday at our branch and it was one of the things I preached that. A user thinks this way. If they can build it, I can use it. So always, you saw the script they acted, the drama team, the stage were littered, everybody kept dropping because somebody else feels that it is the responsibility of someone to do it. So imagine when they were acting that that is a typical scenario of what is happening in Nigeria. Everybody just dump. Everybody just dump. Everybody just dump. But do you know who the people who are actually coming to clear it? Foreigners. 
foreigners. Because you see, in Africa, we have a user mentality. Not most African countries are users mentality and not builders mentality. From my little experience in traveling, I can tell you, you will know how countries that are great in Africa by how frequent they travel. Go in, since I, see, I've been to UK, I've been, I, and I've been to several states in US. I've been to China and I've been to Taiwan. I've been to Thailand. All right? So I, when I'm talking to you, I've been to Dubai. All right? And so, at least based on this average, and in America, I, I, I drive. So I, I've driven from state to state in America. So, I, so don't think that I'm a non-entity with what I'm about to say. In my time of traveling, I have yet to come across a South African in any plane. Even when I was in Charles de Gaulle in France, I did not come across a South African. In my little time of traveling, I am yet to come across a Moroccan. I am yet to come across an Egyptian. I am yet to come across somebody from Saudi Arabia moving out of their country anyhow. But do you know something? All these countries, go and check them. They are great countries in Africa. How many black South Africans have you met in your life? I've only met few, and it was even at a church conference. But in terms of business, you will really see a South African man, black man, travel. Do you know the difference between them and us? It's not that they don't have problems. They have problems, but they've learned something from nations that are great. That great nations stay to solve their problem. They don't travel out to solve their problem. If you go and read the history of America, there was a time that even the stock market crashed. It, was, it is worse than what we're going through right now. There was a time they called the Great Depression. In fact, one of the re World War II, the currency of Germany, to buy bread in Germany, you will have to carry millions of their currency to buy a single bread. Even Germany. But they stood and they built their country. Now the problem with us is that we go through the same thing. The next thing, like in that drama script, we carry our bag. We go, right? Fantastic. So the good brains that ought to do their part, because you could see in that scripture I read, that everybody built something. And that was what made the country great. The one that could build the door, build the door. The one that could build the fish gate, build the fish gate. The one that could build just a part of the fence, build a part of the fence. Everybody built something. But at the end of the day, when it joined together, this nation of Israel emerged as a strong country. But what do we have in our country? We, in the seasonal strike or tra um, crisis, pick our bags, we travel out, but do you know what is happening? As we are traveling out, the white and other foreigners are traveling in. And let me say this. Nobody can love Nigeria better than Nigerians. So the next generation also comes. 
they grow up in this country because of the mentality of the user that they have inherited from their ancestors and the previous generation. We have been taught that when things go tough in your country, what should you do? Jackpa. When the going gets tough, what should you do? Jackpa. So now, we now have the people controlling most of our industries as foreigners. They will then open our mind. Hey, all these Lebanese, they are using us. They are using us. You think he came here to watch bridge? You don't believe in your country. And he believed in a country that you call worthless. And you think he should do it better than you know. He's a businessman. He came to make money. And you are part of the tool he wants to use to make that money. This is the truth. I was at a place um, during the week, a particular hotel with my wife. And as we sat there in their lounge, one of the things you observe, come and see people, white people. Remember? And I said to her, see, in the same country, people say there is nothing. White people, they are like ants. They know where the sugar is. You don't just see them come into a place. They know it. They know it. It is time we believe that we can build this nation. Well, if you miss anything in the drama presentation, it begins with one person looking at it and says that we can do it. What are we running to go and meet? Let me say this to you. When people travel out, most of the time, the same job they cannot do here, they will go and do it there. Do you know one thing? Because we lack self-esteem. We don't have value for ourselves. You see some of them working as security guard, but he was a banker in Nigeria. If you have actually had that security job to your banking job, perhaps you would have done better here. You see, people doing one guy, the only thing he was doing was to service an old woman just for green card. The woman was about 70 something years old. So the woman said, Just come and service me. So the woman would go and buy ice cream, pour on her body. That's the only job. Then he will lick the old woman. And the, the children of the woman know that he was just a he was just somebody that was just coming to just uh, what do we call them? Just coming to use their mother. And the woman too knows that she wants to use her for green card or whatever. So you know. <laughs> What can't we just, why can't we just have self-esteem? You think they don't have problem there? If you go to New York subway um, station, you will see beggars there. There is no country that does not have problem. But what they have is attitude. What are we looking for in countries when you say you want to travel? Mention any country that you want to travel. There is one thing they all have in common. Discipline people, discipline thoughts, discipline action. If we can learn to become more disciplined as a people, Nigeria will be better. What our country lacks are people who are disciplined. We are not disciplined. We lack discipline. So even without God, people have built their nation and you want to go. That's why the other time they were saying that uh, xenophobia in South Africa. Because they just looked at you, you left your country and you want to come and do anyhow in another man's land. They will tell you there is a limit to how far you can do that. I want to challenge you. The mindset of a builder is this. If I can build it, I can have it. 
If I can build it, I can have it. And you can build it. Now, what is it that is required for us to build a great nation? All right? So, building a great nation. What is the key ingredient? I'm just going to lay the foundation because of time. It's called character. 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 Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Galatians 5 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Now, do you see that it is that the fruit of the Spirit is prayer, fasting, here. Other, it didn't even mention holiness in the certain sense, even though it's indirectly stated. But it began to mention quality. See, if you want to sum this passage up in one word, what you will call it that the fruit of the Spirit is character. Because you see, everything is mentioning here are attributes of character. Now you'd see that you observe that it's a godly character. Because you see, character itself is godly. So you can only have an ungodly character. But it's not proper to say godly character. Because character itself is what? Godly. Character, you know, when you say letter A, letter A, that's why they call it character of the alphabet. You call numbers characters. Because why? The same letter A in Nigeria is letter A in England, is letter A in Britain, is letter A in America. Letter A is the same, it doesn't change. Go in the morning is A, go in the evening is A, go in the night is A, it remains A. That is character, consistency. Consistency. We call numbers character because one is one today. One is one tomorrow. One is one next tomorrow. One will be one always because it's a character. The question is, can that be said of you? Can that be said of you? Let's quickly look at some of the, or one more scripture before I, I talk about um, throw more light on character. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 11. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 11 says, Prescribe and teach these things. What is it that we should teach? He said, Let no one look down on your youthfulness, but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, purity. Show yourself as an example of those who believe. I love that part of the drama where the pastor was lying and the other members saw and hear. You see, what does what is this one is talking about? In other words, the essence of Christianity is that live by your character what do we do today we want to live by our bible carrying bible and say oh i am born again sometimes when you hear someone say i'm born again oftentimes be very weary it may actually be unborn again character let's know what does character mean number one character is the steadfast dedication to a set of values without compromise Number one, what is character? Character is the steadfast. The word steadfast is the word for anchor. You know, when you put an anchor in water, you know, it keeps the ship grounded. The ship is not, when they throw down an anchor, that means the ship has become steadfast. In other words, it's steady. It has been steadfast, means steady. It's in that position. So when the wind and the storm blew, that ship ought to be there. That's steadfast. So you know what we're saying? That character is the steadfast dedication to a set of values without compromise. To a set of values without compromise. When we talk about values, what are we talking about? Value is that which is most important to you. 
and the traits you value in others. What is it that is most important to you? What is it that is most important to you? That is value. So, the, so when, you are, when you are steadfast, dedicated to a set of values without compromise, you are a person of character. You know the word? You know, I tell our team in church, our, what we have been teaching this month is also Christian values. Our core value is life, love, integrity, faithfulness, empowerment, and education. So we don't have so many laws in this church. We are not a law-driven church. But we are a value-driven church. We are driven by our set of values. So whatever it is you are doing, we just look at those fundamental. How, how, have you crossed this? Like, does this thing show integrity? Does it show love? Does it show that we can trust you? We've entrusted something into your hand. Will, it, will we meet it the same way? Number two. Character is the unwavering commitment to a defined set of principles and standards. Character is the unwavering commitment to a defined set of principles and standards. A commitment to a defined set of principles and standards. Daniel chapter 6, you know, Daniel was committed to a principle of pleasing God. In Daniel 6, he was committed. He's a standard that no matter what happened, I will always please God. So they came, his colleague realized that how can we, how can we pull this guy down? They said, we will not get him in any way, but let's get him by his commitment to the standard he has set. Because they realized that he prays regularly and he lives by his prayer life. So what do they do? They set up a law that anyone that will worship God within this time space should be crucified or should be persecuted. And Daniel, when he heard in Daniel 6.10, the Bible says, look at Daniel 6.10. And when Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had his windows in his upper chamber open towards Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. Now, he didn't allow the fear of men to make him compromise. He didn't allow the consequence of the action because he, this is a standard. I will please God regardless of who I may offend. That means a person of character is willing to sacrifice friendship for principle. A person of character is willing to say that I don't care if you hate me, but as long as this is the right thing, I'm going to stand for it. So it means that a person of character does not live his life by democratic principle, which is principles that are popular, but live his life based on godly principles, principles that oppose the truth. And such a man will not be celebrated by men who are full of compromise. You know, the reason why some of us, are, are, we have lack character is that when you are going to do some things, you watch what people want to say. You are like ice cream. Everybody must like you. So listen to me. One of the problems with us is that if you are not willing and ready to pay the price of people not liking you for doing the right thing, then you cannot be a person of character. 
Jesus said, if any man will come after me and eat not his father and his mother, his brothers and his sister, yea, his own life, he said, he cannot be my disciple. In other words, you must be ready to let go of the most intimate relationship when the issue of character uh, and other compromising value comes headlong. I watch people that everybody likes and I'm very weary of them. Because the Bible says that friendship with the world is an enmity against God. The scripture I quoted earlier was Luke 14, 26. Sometime ago, somebody walked up to one of our brothers in church. He has done something wrong. And he pulled the ethnic card. And said, but I thought you are from the same village. Why can't you cover me up? Are we not from the same area? So are you willing to expose me right now? Listen to me. And I, I'm glad. So I asked, what did you say? He said, well, we are still brothers from the same village, but I'm upholding this principle above ethnicity. Those of you who like to play the ethnic card, that's one of the problems we have in Nigeria. Oh, nah, nah, nah. I'm quite good now, you know. All right, all right. Now, because he has said inna now, so you will give him better price, and the one who is not inna, is no longer your brother. Some years ago, we lost part of a lot, a, lot of, a lot of people left our church just because they made the greatest mistake of their life to come to me and say, Pastor, you know, all this Omonna, don't trust them. And I said to them, you are in the wrong church. Here, there is nothing like Omonna. In fact, if you use that word, we are one body in Christ Jesus. So I don't see your tribe when I see you. What I want to see is your character. If we have been like that, somebody like Reverend Wisdom would not have been able to preach here. Can't you see that Reverend when he, when he came here was just blasting? But you see, it's not, it's not a strap that I'm looking at. I'm not from the same tribe with him. What I'm looking at is his character. That's what matters most. Praise God. Hallelujah. Number three, character entails a voluntary discipline rooted in one's moral conviction. Karata entails a voluntary discipline rooted in one's moral conviction. Discipline is from the word disciple. And disciple means a follower. So in other words, when you look at the etymology of the word discipline, which is disciple, now a disciplined person simply means one who follows dutifully, diligently a set of principles. That's discipline. To be committed to a set of principles. You, in other words, those principles governed your life. You are governed by those principles. That is a disciplined person. Are you with me? Yes, now Joseph said to the woman, Hi, baby. Hello, baby. Nice, baby. I'm doing well, baby. You know, some of us, we can't remove our eyes from the ice cream breast. All you need is just to see the breast. And you know, the, some, some women too, they know how to pack it. They'll package the breast in such a way that it will look unbreasted. And all they know that once they just say, Hello. <laughs> 
all the mandula oblongata will be totally oblongated. What a word. Are you with me, somebody? But Joseph, his, his boss was not there. He had gone to work. And here was Joseph's boss's wife. Man, what a lady. And Joseph said, you know, the woman, Joe, Joe, Joe. And Joseph had been suspecting something. He said, Oh, you working too much. Stay. Hmm. This, this madam, she make her stay like this. Which I hope all as well. Joe, Joe. Johnny Joe. Joe, Joe. Joe, Joe. Joe, Joe. I know when they call you, hello. Pastor is not there. Your wife is not there. Your husband is not there. And Joseph looked. Discipline. He was following a set of moral conviction. His father was far away. In fact, there is a justification for him to do this because he was sold in slavery. And you know, this will give him fast promotion. That's the problem with most of us. If you ever see a turtle on a fence, one thing that should strike your heart is that no turtle gets on a fence by his own power. Somebody has to put it there. If you promote yourself based on wrong value, it will never be sustainable. What can keep you there is the right principles you have followed. It may be slow. It may not be fast. It may not be so, you know, fantastic. But as you are consistent with time, you will get there. You will get there. And Joseph said, you know, I'm not going to do this. Me. No man in, have ever stood me down. Look at that, the one at the gate. I promoted it. Joseph said, madam, respectfully, I'm not going to do this. And he was set up. Are you ready? To be demoted for doing the right thing. Are you ready to lose something because of following the right principle? That is why Jesus said, He that is not ready to lose his life cannot gain it. I would not have been here today if I had actually conceded to the first girl who wanted to sponsor me in life. Because my, my parents loved the girl. They called her Yahoo already. Because she was bringing beans, bringing rice, bringing Gary. To, uh, she was the first girl that bought native. She used her money to buy native for me. And sold it. And just said because she's in love with me. And you know, I was so amazed. Because that was the first girl that was really in love with me. Because you see, our house was just adjacent my church, and every day they were building the church. I, the only job I knew to do was to go and carry, you know, I, I was selling um, uh, fish. So you know what it means to sell fish. If you have never sold fish before, come and meet me. Because you see, when you are selling fish, especially dead fish, not the living one, and the water also drips on you, you know what that means. At a point, people cannot separate the, your odor and the fish odor anymore. And this girl still loves me. Wow. What a love. Love me, Jeje. Love me, tender. 
flesh. <laughs> it was a house. Me, we don't even have D. Talk less of DSTV. It was the first. You see, my house, my entire room, we were staying was on like this stage. And my mother is the chairman of the house. So she's the only one with the bed. The rest of us, no match. We use a wrapper to sleep on the floor. And you see, I don't know whether you have seen real sanding. Real sanding, everything has to be arranged in an algorithm manner. Such that in a linear, the linear equation... To align inside that sanding case, my house was like that. So you see, I know my space is my space. If you like in that house, even though you come as a visitor, you think that it's bare floor. That bare floor has an imaginary market. Everybody knows where where their portion on the land is in that land. We have divided the, somebody's house. Hey. So my sister don't sleep in my space, and in my house, you, even though you have eaten, but you cannot just move anyhow, because you know when you move like this, somebody you will see somebody. Ah, you are moving too much. Six of us. Then one of our cousins joined us seven in that same place. And here was I seeing this girl who was sponsoring. Which kind of mother would not like such a girl? Very generous, very lovely, everything robustic. The figure is eight. You know, eight? So when the figure enters here, it comes out like that. Oh! You will see the figure, even your hand is like, you know, the hand of a man is like, it's designed to hold eight figure. That's why men always shall figure eight because it's easily carryable. What a shock. Uh, Pastor, we came to hear someone today, but you are spoiling us. It's not me that is spoiling you. I've already been spoiled before you came. I'm not the one spoiling you. Don't say I'm the one spoiling you. Uh, am I preaching? Listen. I was there. Innocently watching DSTV. There is nothing, there is no free meal. The guy buying you food today, buying you credit, you will pay one day. There is no free meal. But you know, when I knew what was going to be hot, when she began to press my shoulder and everything, I said, give me till tomorrow. Because I was feeling goosebumps. My head, I know already my head was big before because my body was small. So she was now compounding the problem. Because it is the person that eats balanced diet that everything will be normal. When you are not eating balanced diet, one part will be bigger than the other. In my own case, my head was, all the gary I was eating was going to my head. So when you see me, you see my head before you see my body. That was the gift to show that I was a healthy person. But you know, so now she was now touching me and the already big head was now becoming bigger. I know I have to run. Oh, I left. I told my mother, don't tell this girl where I've gone to. That was the first time I went to Caramel Plastic beside Coca-Cola. I picked a hundred naira job. This girl could pay me that money times two every day. I picked that job walking under the sun. There was nothing called a roof. We walked standing, you know, and I picked that job, you know, and I had to trek from Omonle to Agidengbi almost every day. There was no transport. But you know, I took that decision. Fast forward, it was the best decision of my life because that decision took, opened me up to other things. And later in life, when I heard the girl was chased out of that house. Why? Because the aunt caught her sleeping with the husband. The day she was chased out, my destiny would have been chased out with her. Where is your own destiny today?
inside that iPhone that you cannot say no to? Character. I will stop with the last point for today. Character integrates your words, deeds, and action into a, a harmonious whole. Character integrates your words, deeds, and action into harmonious whole. There is harmony between your words, your deeds, and action. Thank God for what Lady P has been teaching on integrity. In fact, when you look at it, integrity simply in the verb of integrity. Integrity is a noun, but the verb, the action word, is integral. In other words, integrated. Integrated. So, integrity means this has come to this, but all of them formed one. So, you saw in that drama team, you know, when they played, the pastor was, you know, he had prophesied on Nigeria, said a lot of things about Nigeria, but behind the scene, even though he was in Lagos, she was already in Abuja. So our words were not matching our action. In Genesis chapter 3, the Lord appeared to Moses. And the Lord said to Moses, Moses said, I'm going to go to Egypt to meet your children. Genesis 3. When I come before them, who should I say had sent me? And the Lord said something that was very important and noteworthy. He said to him, in Egypt, don't introduce me as Yahweh. In Egypt, they don't want to know me as Jehovah. In Egypt, it's not um, El Shaddai. He said, when you get to Egypt, tell them, I am that I am had sent me. Now, let me say to you, for you to understand, you can divide the attribute of God into two, communicable attribute of God and the incommunicable attribute of God. The incommunicable attribute of God is that attribute of God that he does not share with humans. So, omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent, everywhere at the same time. Those ones are incommunicable attributes of God. But... There are also communicable attributes of God. Now, you will know that the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 that he created man in his image. First image. Then, after his likeness, then he said, then he said that they may have dominion, which is power. Now, let me say this to you. When God said, tell them I am that I am. Oftentimes, people think that I am that I am is just a name that God wants to use by himself alone. But you know, Jesus also used that word when they asked him. He said, I am the way. I am the bread of life. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Now, when you became born again, and you are now a child of God, that means the one that is in you is I am. And let me say this. You ought to also be an I am in your generation. What does that mean? In Egypt, what matters is I am. What is I am? In other words, my words, my deeds, my action, they are one. They don't change. They are the same. You see, the gods of Egypt lacked integrity. The god of Egypt lacked character. Because you see that when Moses came before Pharaoh, several times, Pharaoh would say, oh, do this and I will let you 
go. And when that was done, then Moses came back and said, no, I will not let you go. And it took the last miracle for him to keep to his word. So in Egypt, what they want to see is not Yahweh. What they want to see first is not El Shaddai. What they want to see is that you are who you say you are. That is what matters in Egypt. When you get to your place of work, don't show them your Bible. It's not your Bible they want to see at your place of work. In Egypt, they don't care about your Bible. In Egypt, they don't care about your degree. In Egypt, they don't care about the position or the title, reverend, bishop, doctor, whatever you bear in church. In Egypt, what matters is, are you who you say you are? Are you and I am that I am? That's what matters in Egypt. Who you are in private must be the same thing that you are in public. Let me say why character is important in case you don't know. What people will remember at your graveside is not your house. Go and listen. It's not your car. It's not the things you have built. What people mention by your graveside is your character. The man was a nice man. He was a truthful man. He was a caring man. In other words, when you achieve everything on your deathbed, what will matter is your character. It becomes the legacy that you leave behind. It becomes your legacy. So now, you have traded everything for money. You've traded your conscience for money. You've traded your, you even your, you even your, your dignity for money. You've traded everything for promotion. But you see, at the end of your life, when they mention 1903 to 19 whatever, the finality of what you have achieved will be defined by one sentence. And that sentence is not by how much you have in the bank account, but the, your character. What your children will remember you for is your character. Not how busy you were at work. Not how the money. What your husband will remember you for is your character. What your wife will remember you for is your character. What your family will remember you for is your character. Why don't you focus on what is most important right now? Build character. Build character. Build character. It's the most important thing. Let me quickly say this. There are three tests of your character you will see. Three tests that will prove your character. And I will continue next Sunday. Number one is power. Number two is sex. And number three is money. Can you be trusted with money? You don't know who a Christian is until you investigate how they handle their money. That's why I love tithe. I love tithe. Because tithe, we can gauge. I measure people's character by their tithing. Because I don't know how much you give of our friend. But at least I know that tithe is a minimum of 10%. Don't you realize that people don't like tithe? All the doctrines in the world, they, they don't, people don't have any problem give about offering. But they have problem talking about tithe. Do you know why? Tithe is a revelation of your character. Because for you to have 1,000 and say, no, out of this 1,000, I will take one which belongs to God. And you are accountable. It takes integrity and character to do that. And that is what the devil doesn't want about you. It's easier to even give offering. But to say you are a faithful tighter, I respect you. Why? Because it shows you have character to do that. Sex. Can you be trusted with the opposite sex? Somebody that's not your wife, would you like to touch the person? Can you be trusted with the opposite sex? Now, if you open your phone now, oh, there can be a problem, you know. 
there can be a problem. Because even your phone is not revealing who you are. What you are watching right now. Can you show it to everybody? You are not an I am. You are an I was. You are an I was. Power! When you put you in the position of power, can somebody still talk to you? You see, by the grace of God, I'm the founder of this church. But I've never lived by it. Regardless of the position you are in life, there must be somebody that can still tell you to sit and to stand. Regardless of how far you have gone, if there is nobody right now that can tell you, oh boy, shut up your mouth, then you lack character. Because you can never be higher than God. There must always be somebody that is higher than you. But people who don't have character, they, once they taste power, they are the alpha and the omega of all. You know, we had Reverend Wisdom here the other time. My, my, my father in the Lord, um, Apostle Udo, linked me to him. I told you the other time, I've not really had interaction with him. Now, on that day, I was doing something and I asked people to go and receive him. At the, you know, I was first at the airport by two. The flight was shifted. It was supposed to land by one, so I had to come back here. Then as I was here, we were preparing for an evening meeting and it was around four. So I had to send some people to go and pick him at the airport. Now, you see, General Overseer, Founder, Chief Executive, President, whatever you call the title, that is what they can call me. I was in my office. Then Apostle Udo called me and said, hey, JJ, where are you? I said, my, my office. He said, what about Reverend Wisdom? He said, oh, they've just picked him and they are on the way to the hotel. He said, leave your office now and go to the hotel and receive him. I said, but the people I sent, they said, leave your office now and go. They've taken my car to the airport. My wife's car was not here. Do you know what I had to do? Yes, sir. That was the first time I felt in a, I, I can, I've not picked a bike here from here to here. The hotel was somewhere at Dokwemo. I quickly picked a bike here, chatter it. Then I don't know. I got out the wrong bus stop. There was no bike. I have never trekked like that before. Come and see me. I was trekking, moving with speed. Oh, I saw it's an exercise. Move, move. And I was at the hotel standing and waiting. And I had to receive him. I didn't have to know why he was teaching me that wisdom. But it's the voice of authority in my life. Whose voice can speak to you? But right now, because of this chickeny change you have, when they say to you, say, why are they talking to me? Like, Do you know who I am? You are, you are someone who lacks character. In fact, when I hear, do you know who I am? You are just reveal who you are. A man that is worthless with, because you don't have character. Because you don't need to tell me who you are. Your character will tell me who you are. Because by their character, by their fruit, we shall know them. Not by what they say by themselves. Today, Nigeria can be better and will be better if we all decide to build by character. Start. Thank you for tuning in on this episode. We hope you've been blessed and empowered to transcend new heights of faith and growth. Stay connected with us for more empowering and faith-filled messages. And remember, you are part of a community committed to transformation. Until next time, go forth empowered by God's grace.